Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Kylie Merritt, the founder of AusBiz. Our goal at AusBiz is to provide you with news and information you can use to make better investment decisions, whether it's live, on demand, in the newsletter, or a podcast like the COB. We make it available at no cost to you. The bigger our audience, the more we can invest in great content. So I have a favour to ask. If you could take a minute to leave a review of the COB in the Apple Podcast app, it'll help us grow. And of course, don't forget to catch up with all the best interviews each day at ausbiz.com.au. Thanks for listening. From Barangaroo Studios, the Ausbiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 27th of May, 2021. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business, finance, and startups. I'm Nadine Blaney, back with Scuddy. How are you doing, Scuddy? See, that's how a professional does the introduction for the COB podcast. It's, uh, it's great to be here, and uh, such a trip you are. I know you're not feeling the best, but uh, it's great to go and be here. Hey, I've been a little under the weather. I still sound funny, but I'm feeling much, much better. So that's all that matters, right? Um, winter is here. And yeah. I think I've said on this podcast many times, I haven't been sick since before COVID. Well, pay <clears> back. <laughs> it got me good. Okay. Uh, you know what was just a little bit eh today was the market. Yeah. I'm not going to go and beat around the bush. It was <laughs> at an index level. It was pretty boring. Uh, we'll, we'll have well, I saw at one point you and Annette were on air and it was at 0.00%. Yeah, and we, and we got really excited. It was like playing bingo. Uh, it was just one of those days. We're waiting for the big events to come, including that PC inflation report in the United States tomorrow night. So I'm not surprised that, uh, that markets are you know, pulling back and just waiting to see what happens because everyone's talking about inflation. Everyone's talking about higher bond yields. Everyone's talking about tapering. Uh, I can see why there's a bit of trepidation. I want to see what's coming out when it comes to inflation. Yeah, in inflation, and I know that it's sort of secondary to that in terms of um, what's driving the markets right now, but jobless claims tonight as well. And if they come in, as they have been coming in, showing an improvement, I mean, that helps bolstering or helps bolster. He's moving away from me, people. He's really scared of my germs. Um, you got your vaccine. What are you worried about? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm COVID negative. Um, but yeah, you know, you see those jobless claims continuing to improve. You see inflation tomorrow picking up and taper talk has got to be front of mind. Yeah, I think it's coming. I think it's going to be coming sooner than what the markets expect as well. I just, uh, the RBNZ yesterday was quite instructive. Uh, no, very, very dovish. You no, know, talking about you no know, doing additional easing not that long ago. And then all of a sudden it's talking about doing 125, 150 basis points of hikes in the space of a year and a half or so starting in a year's time. That's really punchy. And that uh, really sets the tone that once you go and get back on track and your economy is starting to go and heal, uh, naturally what you expect to go and see is you don't want to go and pull back too hard. And I don't think anyone's talking about uh, you know, doing something too dramatic when it comes to policy. But uh, when the emergency passes, the emergency settings pass eventually as well. Otherwise, what happens when the next emergency rises and uh, comes by? You'll have absolutely nothing in the tank to go and deploy. Yeah. Um, look, that's a huge conversation, one that we will continue. I'd like to get to some of the stock moves of the day today. AMP, the best performing 
after saying that it's paid remediation of 5.3 million, which was completed back in May 2020. So it's now remediated all affected customer accounts from that, um, you know, advice for, uh, well, paying for no advice. Advice to dead people. Advice to dead people. I was looking for a way to say it. I'm yeah, cr- I'm that's crass. what it is. I'm, no. I'm, I'm crass. Um, so it was a bit of a, a buy the fact type scenario, I think, today for AMP. TPG up by 8% as well. EML making up some more ground, up by 5%. On the flip side, though, we did see uh, some selling coming through. Uh, you know, in um, in Domino's Pizza, we had an AGM being held today um, by Costa Group. Costa Group got absolutely hammered down by close to 23%. In fact, Scotty, I may as well get to the stock of the day right now because it was Costa Group. I sat down with uh, Rob Shear from Valor Private Wealth as well as Ben Clark from TMS Capital to see what they had to say about Costa Group. Take a listen. I think that over the next 10 years, we're just going to see much of what's happened over the last five or 10 years, which is cycle, raise capital, dilute shareholding, cycle, raise capital, dilute shareholding. Because it's um, such a cyclical business at its and core. They're, correct. They're attempting to, uh, to reduce that cyclicality by um, you know, operations in Morocco and Africa, etc. But, um, but it's, it, it can't fix um, droughts and floods and all those things. Their debt loads have been too high for us for, for a cyclical business in the past. No today. It's really high quality assets. Um, they're best in breed at farming. Like they've taken, I think, as much of the risk out as you can um, through doing irrigation, the way that they plant, like we've actually gone and looked at, you know, they're reducing pest and all this sort of stuff, but there's only so much you can do. And I think it's just one of these companies that probably shouldn't be listed. You know, I think mm-hmm. if you took a really long-term view on it, it's probably a good buy. You know, again, like labor shortages have come up and, and um, you know, it's another step backwards. So I, it's really hard to kind of predict it year to year. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, with so many things out of their control and pricing is probably the main one. Um, it's, it's an avoid probably for me. And so there you have it, not going in the portfolio. Too cyclical is the bottom line there. If you want to catch up with that episode of the call, you can do so via the website or the app. It was, um, yeah, well, let's just say we didn't put anything in the portfolio today, Scotty. <laughs> not a lot, yeah. Oh, well, maybe it's a sign of the times that uh, no, valuations are stretched and uh, it's, it's more difficult to go and find opportunities. So maybe we're booting a few more out than adding for, uh, for a time being until we have a bit of a pullback. So in terms of market cap, the banks wait on, on the ASX. We saw CBA briefly surpassing that $100 mark yesterday, uh, down by eight-tenths of a percent. But we saw a little bit of strength coming into the iron ore, the miners, mainly because of iron ore. Um, you and I have read the same note from Capital Economics, clearly. Mm. It's in your view in the newsletter today. Uh, what do you think of their prediction that uh, by mid-next decade, yeah, this China... This decade, yeah. Sorry, yeah, this decade, by the mid middle part of the decade, China will be really pulling back from Australian iron ore. Uh, well, who would have thought they were being targeting uh, red wine and uh, coke and coal and everything else uh, a couple of years ago? I don't think many people would have been thinking that. So never say never. We know the reliance is clearly there. Uh, Australia is the major supplier to China. Low grade, oh, sorry, high grade, uh, low cost uh, iron ore right on China's doorstep. So that's got the natural advantage. But we do know that uh, unless diplomatic relations improve, uh, there is going to be likely a drop in demand. Whether it's completely cut off as capital economics suggests is one possibility. It's not what they say is definitely going to happen. 
it's unlikely, but it's who to say that it won't? Because uh, big use of scrap. Anyone who looked at uh, what's going on in the steel markets in China, one of the big reasons why steel production has been at record highs is because they're using lots more scrap and they want to use a lot more scrap, uh, which means that uh, when it comes to demand, iron ore will not be there. You just have the steel and recycle it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when it comes to the potential, like, no, never say never. It's unlikely. But if it does happen, it's going to leave us in a bit of a pickle because no other market's going to be able to absorb our iron ore supply. No. So one, one way or another, it means either export volumes are going to collapse or prices are going to collapse. One or the other. Uh, and either way, it doesn't really bode well for Australia. So when you talk about supply chains and trying to go and reorganize things, this is the perfect time that we should be talking to India and other places that are looking to go and industrialize and come up with some good deals so we can future-proof ourselves moving forward. Absolutely. So it's going to be pretty quiet on the economic front here tomorrow. Correct me if I'm wrong, Scotty. I do feel a little bit out of the loop this week. I've been missing being in the office. No, oh, I haven't missed much. It's like, you know, just well old machine here at Ausbiz. Uh, look, no. mo- most, most, most of the... Uh, no, it's, yeah, oh, no, I was going to say, um, we so miss you, you didn't miss me. Oh, we miss you all the time, <laughs> of course. This is, this is the first time I think I've been on air. Oh, I'm not even on air, but uh, yeah, ha- having a chat with you, yeah. I know, for, I think probably in a week or so. Yeah. But um, yeah, of course, we always miss you. But um, yeah, it's uh, the, the economic data. Uh, we've had our uh, CapEx report today, which was pretty decent, uh, particularly, I uh, know, backward looking. So in that we want to go and see some business investment coming through. It's there. The, uh, the future projections were a little bit uh, iffy. Uh, I won't call them weak, but uh, not uh, blowing the lights up by any stretch of the imagination. But when you look at to our next Wednesday's GDP report, the national accounts here in Australia, uh, both the construction work done and, uh, and also the CapEx report today, the, the components that go into that GDP report, very strong. So looks like we'll be having a pretty decent result there, but we still have far bigger inputs for GDP arriving in the days ahead. But uh, all things being equal from a domestic perspective, we're done now. It's all for the GDP inputs. And then, of course, the start of the month is always busy as well. Yeah. Oh, you've got me excited already. Um, tomorrow, we've got Jeff Olson, Bort Longyear's MD, joining us. That will be at about 8.45. Looking forward to that one. We will also get a rundown of everything US with John Blank from Zach's Investment. Uh, the day continues. I mean, we've got um, Stuart Gale, who's Resolute Mining CEO, joining us just after 10 a.m. Saying, us, now you're leaving us tomorrow, Scuddy. Got to go. Yeah. See my girls. Oh, good. I'm, I'm pleased for you. Just remembered I still have a gift I've got to send that way with you. Um, we will be speaking with Gemma Dale from NabTrade. She gives us her rundown of the week in trade on the NabTrade platform. And, of course, we'll be rounding things out with the last call. We've got a great show lined up for you. It includes Rob Shears, who we had on today, from Valor Private Wealth, Andrew Tysers, Luke Winchester, coming down from the, the big old Newcastle. Looking forward to that one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Straight down the F3, as it used to be called here. So that's great. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this be the F3. Yeah. Um, yeah it's, uh, I was thinking of um, taking a weekend away in New- Newcastle next weekend. And yeah. I think it was... Uh, our friend Greg up in Newcastle that convinced me. Yeah. Said it's uh, the best small city yeah, in this go country. Yeah, go and... Um, depends if you drive up, you can go and... Uh, also, it's really easy to get up there now on public transport on the train. Like, you can go and get up the train, get straight on the, on the light rail, and it drops you all where the other hotels are around the Newcastle Harbour. So, yeah. it's, um, there's plenty of good things to go and do, depending on what, uh, what tickles your fancy. But yeah, Newcastle's a great place. Uh, oh. My folks met in Newcastle, so that's, oh. that's a little, uh, little tidbit there. So, it's a romantic city as well. All right. Well, we'll take this offline then, Scuddy. Uh, I hope everybody has a good evening. You have a good trip. Um, 
say hi to your girls. Will do. And uh, I'll see everyone uh, bright and early on Monday morning for the rest of you. Have a good night and uh, the team will look after you tomorrow. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.